0: The Little. He's on your side. This is Beyond the News with Brian Lilly on News Talk 580 CFRA. It's a beautiful day in the nation's capital. What an afternoon. What a day. What a glorious day. Sunshine, lollipops, peppermints, World Cup soccer on the patio. Let's face it. That's what it was all about today. It's hot. It's gorgeous. It's got to be due to global warming. Let's send more money to California and the Democratic governor there, Jerry Brown. Why don't we? Well, because, as Doug Ford said, help is on the way, my friends. Look, last night, last night in the House of Commons, they held a, an all-night voting session. They held a massive filibuster over Justin Trudeau's baffy idea to have a carbon tax and not tell us what it's going to cost. Because that's what they're doing. They're going to put in a carbon tax, and the opposition, the conservative opposition, has been saying, how much will this cost us? And the liberals say, we can't afford not to do it. Okay. Okay, but can I afford to do it? Well, you know, it's, it's going to break my bank. Uh, what's it going to do to the price of gas, the price of food, the price of clothing? How much will this cost? We can't afford not to do it. Okay, that's 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 not why I asked. The liberals claim to be all about fact-based, evidence-based policy. They claim to be the people that will look at the science, will look at the information before making decisions. And yet... Mm, They are asking people just to accept without any of the information that they are doing the right thing. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Have you done studies? Oh, yes. It turns out they've done lots of studies. Can you release them? Yes, we can, but without any of the pesky little things called numbers in them. Wait a minute. I thought you were the most open and transparent government ever. Ever. Well, apparently not. Apparently they are... Not transparent at all. They're not open. They're not transparent. They're not fact-based. They're not evidence-based. They are faith-based. Oh, we'll talk about the Trinity Western Supreme Court decision as well later on. What a stramash. What a debacle that is. But let's stay with tax. And I'm going to get back to Ontario. But they held this filibuster last night and tried to force the government's hand. They said, look, you can release the documents or we're going to make you stay up all night voting to get your budget passed. The main estimates were being voted on, and the conservatives made them go line item by line item by line item by line item. Huh. You know what could have stopped the liberals from staying up all night and then blaming conservatives for them missing their Ramadan iftar feasts? It's Ibn We need to be at Ramadan dinners. Well, release the documents. No, it's those evil conservatives making us vote. Wait a minute. Your house leader scheduled the votes. Oh, it was something last night. Although I did start to think after a while that the Edmonton Eskimos-Winnipeg Blue Bombers game might last longer because it went until 2 a.m. It's the earliest start they've ever had for a game. More than three hours of delays due to rain and lightning in the Winnipeg area. It went till 2 a.m. Ottawa time, 1, 1 a.m. Winnipeg time. But the votes went all night. They went until 10.30, and just after 7.30 tonight... We're going to talk to conservative MP and finance critic Pierre Polyev, who I hope got a little bit of a nap today. So while they're fighting over that in Ottawa on Parliament Hill down in Toronto at Queen's Park, Doug Ford is promising that when he gets in, they're going to make things different. First order of business, scrapping cap and trade. Once we go back to the legislature, we'll create legislation that will get rid of it. And uh, again, there's there's programs that are offsetting that money. Uh, we have uh, our own fund of over half a million, uh, half a billion dollars uh, to support the environment. So he's not saying he's going to abandon the environment, but he is going to scrap the carbon tax, and that's a good thing. Brad Wall, former premier of Saskatchewan and misguided Oakland Raiders fan, out on Twitter tonight or earlier today, saying, as for the fight against the federal-imposed carbon tax, which would be ineffective at emissions reductions, but would risk trade-exposed industries and jobs and cost Canadians more for nearly everything. And then there were two. And he linked to the story about Doug Ford saying the carbon tax is gone. In fact, upon the swearing-in of my new cabinet, at the top of our agenda, the very first item will be to pass an order to cancel the liberal cap-and-trade carbon tax. As of June the 29th, the cap-and-trade, the carbon tax, they're gone, they're done. And this will mean relief at the pumps. They're going to reduce the price of gas by 10 cents a liter. They're going to scrap the cap-and-trade, which is a carbon tax by another name. They're going to get rid of the program that saw us team up with Quebec and California so that we could send hundreds of millions of dollars a year from Ontario to California to buy credits. Does that make sense? How does that make air in Ontario cleaner? How does that make the environment in Ontario cleaner? How does that do anything for the people of Ontario? Well, it helps Kathleen Wynne's Democratic ally, Jerry Brown, down in Sacramento, the Democratic governor of California, it helps him. Doesn't help you, doesn't help me, doesn't help the business down the street, doesn't help the family across the street. No. No, it's a Ponzi scheme. Nothing but a Ponzi scheme. I know people like to say, oh, no, 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 cap and trade. Cap and trade, that's... I don't know why you conservatives don't like it. Cap and trade is. That's a market. That's, that's, that's a market mechanism. That's the market inefficiencies, no? No, it's not. It's a false market. It's a market created by governments, it's a market created by regulators, it's a market invented out of thin air, which is why in Europe it's been a disaster. It has been shown to be prone to manipulation by the mafia. In Chicago, where Al Gore set up the first carbon exchange in the United States, they had to stop trading because the price went so low. And yes, along the way, there was crap and corruption that went along with that as well. Cap and trade has been the attempt to try and use market-sounding languages, market-sounding formulas to, to try and convince people to do something that they wouldn't do otherwise. And it's convinced a lot of people, but it hasn't convinced me, and I hope it hasn't convinced you. Doug Ford is on the right track with this. He is going to pull it out. Now, what did the federal government say in response to this? Almost immediately, they were out saying, yeah, too bad, so sad, we are going to impose a carbon tax on the people of Ontario. Even though the people of Ontario have now said they don't want a carbon tax, even though they elected a government that says we don't want cap and trade, the feds were out right away to say, nope, we are going to bring it back in. Just like they're promising that they're going to impose a carbon tax on Saskatchewan. Federal Environment Minister Catherine McKenna says the federal government's jurisdiction on this matter is clear. That's what she said in a statement. On Thursday, Bill C seventy four passed the Senate. It includes new supports for families, tax cuts to small businesses, and a federal standard for pricing pollution. Carbon is not pollution. Stop saying that. But that's what she says. A federal standard for pricing pollutions, a pollution that provinces must meet. Ontario's current pollution pricing scheme. It's not pollution meets the federal standard, if the new government changes or eliminates its system, that assessment may change and the federal price on pollution would apply. Here is my argument. Now, any sane person would know that in federalism, you cannot impose a tax on one part of the country that you're not imposing on the others. Now, if the provinces want to put a price on carbon dioxide emissions, They can do that, but just because Alberta has one or British Columbia has one or Nova Scotia has one doesn't mean Ontario has to have one. This is how our confederation works, but the federal argument is that they can impose one because you haven't matched your provincial counterparts. That's not federalism. If they imposed a carbon price across the entire country uniformly, That would be one thing. But to say if you don't match them, we're going to force you, that does not apply in federalism. Now, I say any sane person, but given the Supreme Court decision today on the Trinity Western case and the fact that our Supreme Court is nothing but a bunch of dunderheads in red robes that try and find ways to make our Constitution and our laws match their own opinions, I I don't have a whole lot of hope that the Supreme Court, if and when this gets there, will see on the side of the Constitution, we'll see on the side of reason, we'll see on the side of sanity. Because the Supreme Court, we like to think that our Supreme Court is not political. We like to think that unlike the United States, our Supreme Court is just a bunch of level-headed judges that once practiced the law and now are sitting there Stroking their beards, scratching their heads, and trying to trying to figure out what's right for the country. No, they are a bunch of political apparatchik idiots that bend to every whim. They did this with the Tr- uh, Trinity Western decision today. They did it with the beer case where they twisted themselves into pretzels to meet what the government of the day wanted. They are nothing but political apparatchiks who need to be verbally taken down. Because we can't buy this crap anymore that they're not political. They are. But this is where the fight's heading over the carbon tax. Doug Ford says he's getting out. Justin Trudeau and Catherine McKenna say they will force it on you. We just had an election where the carbon tax was a central issue. Do they really want to fight that? In Ontario, in 2019, it looks like they do. Bring it on. Come and take it. I'm Brian Lilly. This is Beyond the News.